Happy day, humans. This is Victor Ong with the Human Up Podcast. And honestly, I'm feeling a little tired today. Um, I was resistant to jump on and hit record for this podcast, but I am definitely looking forward to sharing this conversation that I had with my friend Chris Phillips. We did an Instagram and Facebook live stream about a month ago about his cannabis use and how he used cannabis to navigate burnout as well as meditation to develop emotional intelligence. I've been working with Chris in my mastermind for a few months now and it's been really cool to see his progress in growing his YouTube channel um, which is called Art Now Coding where he teaches people how to use code to create generative art. It's actually really cool and there's a lot of cool applications for this skill. Um, So you should definitely check it out in the show notes below. But it's been also cool to hear about his story and how he got here to to start this channel. Um, After burning out as a graphics designer at NASA, he decided that he wanted to create his own YouTube channel and to create a business around it. So now he's helping graphic designers, uh, painters, artists, anyone who is interested in using technology to create art to, to do so by learning code. Also, on the other end of the spectrum, those who have an understanding, a basic understanding of code, but want to, you know, use it or create art with it. Before we get into it, though, I wanted to share something that I'm really excited for, and that is that I've launched a four-week cannabis meditation course. It's been a work in progress, as you know, for for those who have attended or, or have heard me talk about it now or at least listen to one of my cannabis meditation sessions um, which you can go back to at on episode 66 I've been super excited to be able to host these sessions for people and use cannabis as our guide to heal us and so in the four weeks we are going to learn how to improve our physical and emotional awareness of our body, um, how to practice staying present so we can be more productive and content with our cannabis use, as well as how to source love from within so that we can go about our lives and our relationships with more confidence and, of course, love. And then lastly, we'll really learn how to access our intuition and our inner wisdom so we can make better decisions for our own lives. If you are interested or at least curious in any of that, you can go to bit.ly slash cannabis meditation. The link is also in the show notes. So that's bit.ly slash cannabis meditation. And I would love to have you join the first cohort here as well. And also to meet you if you've been a listener of this podcast. Uh, and resonate with the message here, then I'd love to have you join the course as well. And you will definitely walk away with these social and emotional skills that you could apply in so many areas of your life. 
So again, bit.ly slash cannabis meditation. I would love to see you there. And with that, we'll get right into the episode with Chris Phillips from Art Now Coding. All right. <laughs> cool. We are now live and excited to come on to talk about how to navigate burnout with cannabis. Um, so for those joining, I am a cannabis wellness coach and emotional intelligence coach and um, I love working with people one-on-one to help incorporate a more intentional practice with their cannabis use to combine it with mindfulness and meditation. Um, I actually host a workshop series every other Wednesday to um, facilitate this process. But today I have on a friend, Chris, to talk about his experience with uh, cannabis, why he uses it, and how it's been so helpful for him to navigate uh, burnout and um, kind of a, a really hard time in your in your college and work career. Um, so you want to quickly just introduce yourself? Well, I'm Chris Phillips, um, but a lot of people know me as just Chris B on my Art Now page. And um, I'm basically just a creative person focused with graphic design and how to use code in design and art. And as you mentioned, I, um, you know, just had like an experience with how to, how cannabis has really shifted certain periods of my life. And, you know, I feel like other people could potentially relate to. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I really appreciate you coming on to, you know, share this story and, and about yourself. Um, you know, I think this is the type of thing that not really enough people talk about, you know, the, the, the hard times, the struggles, um, especially when it comes down to, to burnout, because I know like for me, it was something that was hard to express or talk about with others or to like show that side of like, I actually am struggling and I don't really know what I'm doing. and I'm feeling all of these things in, you know, in, so this this is my experience with my burnout, and it's always going to look different for everybody. But just the the level of you know overwhelm and um, the the low morale uh, low morale in my projects and the apathy and, and being able to put in the best work and to perform at my best. Um, so anyway, so it's cool for you to also share your story to, to hopefully, you know, allow others to feel comfortable talking about their own stories as well and, and navigating through it. Um, so it, I guess we'll, we'll start actually with what you're doing now and then kind of work backwards. It is, it is pretty cool what you're doing now with your art now, uh, project, um, on your Instagram where you, you're like, I guess, how, how do you, how would you describe it? Um, it, I guess it's really just, um, I could describe it in a couple of ways, but I, I feel like I'm just sort of tinkering with modern day technology and trying to figure out how we can, you know, use it for expressive reasons. Since I do start off as a traditional, uh, you know, I spent years in drawing and painting and graphic design. Um, so it's like, I, I, what I wanted to do was, share that curiosity and the way to get started with just all the other designers who I know are seeing that kind of work and baffled like, wait a minute, that would take me a really long time in Photoshop. What's going on here? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, so it's it's combining like coding with art. You're like combining this left brain activity with the right brain of of, of art, which is super cool. Um, and uh, and so like, what are you kind of working on with that? Are you like building up a you know are you building up some type of thing or like I know, I know you're building out a video course to be able to help others learn how to do this for themselves but like what's kind of the the vision if you do have any what's what's the project or like the the mission of the of the project well really the mission is to i guess like it requires a small story i guess some background is that I went through graphic design. I had my first graphic design class in high school, like senior year. Before that, I felt like I was basically an idiot, you know? Like just literally uh, everything in school up to that point never matched me. So yeah. I was just like, and I never took art and design seriously, ironically, you know? Because we're kind of cultured that way, at least in high school. You're, you're kind of, at least I was. A lot of people just tell me like, oh, you know, going to math, going to sciences. Right. Uh, you know, maybe stick with business if you don't like those type of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And so I kind of like pushed away from the creativity thing for a while until, yeah, I just ended up learning graphic design. And so I want to share anybody who has that kind of, you know, feeling at the moment. Somebody who's uh, either still on that part where they're trying to figure out what they want to do or, but they know they're creative or, um, somebody who's in my exact position who just never found coding yet. Yeah. Um, I love that because I, I come from the, you know, coding background too as a web developer. Um, and it's, you know, in going through that path and going through computer science slash um, informatics and then becoming a technology consultant, like I, I definitely did have to leave behind the more creative aspects of myself you know the the other side that really loved expressing and writing stories and and you know um yeah just just exploring that artistic side of me and um and so this this might be leading into your experience with with burnout because i think a, a big reason for people feeling burnout is just a disconnection from, you know, either their core values or their um, what what really truly excites them or invokes curiosity and joy within them, right? And um, among many other things, but but I think that disconnection. It sounds like there's that common theme between us, and that we were almost pushed into a path, whether it be from society or from you know, our parents or whatever, or even our own pressure that we might put onto ourselves to pursue a certain thing and, and not really, you know, fully connect with that. Is that how, I guess, you would describe your experience? And, and maybe you can start going into sharing, like, the, the burnout that you were experiencing um, in college and, and at NASA, which is pretty cool. <laughs> you worked at NASA. But, yeah, maybe just sharing, like, what 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 were the factors that contributed to that burnout? Um, yes. Uh, where could I start? You know, um, I guess I can segue from where I started actually, which was just, I was like in 
community college, learning graphic design, and was very, just very dove into it, you know, very, very heavy because going from such an extreme of like, oh, I'm not good at anything, majority of my life to like, whoa, I'm all of a sudden the best at something, yeah. like in this very, very, very small group of people, you know, like your 20, your 15 classmates or something. And I was like, I was like, wait a minute, the place I'm going to next, like moving uh, to UCLA, like when I knew I was transferring, I just kind of put like a ton of self and like self really projected ideas of what I need to be doing mm. in order to actually to be do good at that kind of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I put this, you know, like the, for me, a college uh, like that was like what you see in the movies. And I just had no, I had no real, like real concrete expectations because I was like, you know, the first person in my family to go to a place like that. So I couldn't ask a dad who knew or any, you know what I mean? Like a friend or really even too many friends who yeah. had been through that kind of thing. But I want to bring that up is that I feel like a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves when they're going, I guess, to like a place that you want, you consider like high level because you don't think you're good enough. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and, and I think it, <laughs> It's a, it's like a, you know, a shitty experience to go through at first, but it actually kind of helps you, you know, push and be like, I'm going to work harder. And, but for some reason you push, you can push yourself too hard. And then, um, you know, that's when my burnout happened was I was at UCLA. It was my senior year, you know, so I'd already been through, through at this point, it was like three and a half years and somehow I ended up getting and i don't bring this up to up to brag at all it's purely just to get the perspective of where i was at was like wait a minute i'm a dumb kid how do i have like all a's in my current hmm. you know uh, it, it created this pressure i never had when i was younger of like i never cared about having straight a's or any of that stuff you know what i mean but like um my point to bring that up is uh because of all this like pressure i now had for myself which when I look back really was purely just myself. Like nobody was telling me directly, you have to do all this. You know what I mean? Right. Part of me wonders where it came from, but yeah, I ended up getting chronic pain just kind of random, like literally one night, like I remember exactly how it like sprouted. And that's how I know it was related to stress, you know? Yeah. Um, and I basically had like a flu or something. I don't know. I was like, I was like sick, like randomly just after you know, because and when I think back, I was I was sleeping maybe four hours a night, <laughs> every night, learning some of the hardest stuff I'd ever you know put my brain towards. Every so I, I'm like, uh, and then on top of that, I put all these extracurricular activities like, uh, which I don't take back. I really love those experiences, but I just was never taking a moment to be aware of my emotional state, mm -hmm. my, uh, you know what I mean. Right. So it really, that's how I just put a lot of pressure on myself. Ran into basically a health issue that I never even thought of, like yeah. thought was possible from just something like that. Yeah. You know, you think you get a chronic pain from like going in the military or like yeah. doing something, you know, like maybe in the kickboxing class, some accident that happened or something is, is what you think of. So, so it really came out of nowhere. Right. So cannabis was like the first thing that I noticed was helping because I was already smoking. 
Yes, uh, great segue into the cannabis. And before we move on to that, and, and there's so much I wanted to address, but um, I'm going to talk up a little bit. So this is the Alpha Alpha Pen by Burner Lab. Super cool little device, but um, cheers for anybody watching. I know you took an edible earlier, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I like to mix yeah. a sativa and an indica personally. That's like my thing. Yeah, nice to have like a good balance, right? Yeah, I mean, I, um, I've been recently experimenting with have, having the edibles mixed, and yeah. it's actually like a perfect, like, nice little, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so with your cannabis use, you mentioned that it really started helping with your like burnout. Uh, well, first, actually, going back to the burnout and like the stress-induced chronic pain you know i think that's a really important point where a lot of us might like you said assume that chronic pain comes from some kind of physical trauma like an accident or something right but there is a emotional um cause or can have an emotional cause in in that right where the the overwhelming stress and you know, you, you mentioned not having that sort of emotional awareness or awareness of your emotional state um, almost almost created the physical, like manifested itself in a physical condition. Um, and and so, it, yeah, it's just, it's, it's really interesting to really bring that up and raise that awareness too, that I know for me growing up, like I was probably, I was definitely one of those people where I was like, I don't, I don't believe that like I, I had that same mentality that like, you know, the emotional state is not going to create like chronic pain of, of all things. Right. Like, um, and so, yeah, I was also in that state where I wasn't really aware of my emotional state as well. Um, but, uh, but it sounds like cannabis has been a super helpful tool for you. Then you said you were using it before, like, when did it did you start using it differently when the burnout and the chronic pain started like coming up or yeah how how did that change your cannabis use well i have as far as my cannabis story i have like a kind of unusual different kind of perspective which is you know really i mean it starts off regularly so i just started smoking like the normal way so to speak you know just socially and out of interest with friends and like um and um, I was, I was actually kind of spoiled. My very first time I ever had a hit was out of like a $3,000 Illidel from a rent from a good friend of mine. And I was just like, it was very random for me though. Uh, cause after that, I, really, I you know, a lot of people started with like a, like a cheap, um, piece or like a bond, like a random bond right, or right. something. So, um, I kind of got pretty fell hard into it, you know, like I wouldn't, and, and not literally like in a bad way or anything. I just kind of sum, summarizing my first year though. It was just, I went from like the guy, the guy who's like, oh, I don't know about this. Cause I'm, oh, I've always been very cautious and very um, skeptical of things, but also very curious. Mm-hmm. Um, my philosophy is I'll try something as long as it's not like literally going to impact my life in any way that's like addictive first sure. try or something like that. Sure. So, um, yeah, I ended up just, trying it socially for fun. It became a, like a use for chronic pain 
at first, kind of like how you just would grab Advil because you know it's the best thing. But I was like, hey, this is Advil and this is the feeling that, that I get produced from cannabis smoking. It certainly helps the pain, so why not? Yeah, cool. So you kind of started just really seeing um, seeing that it was helping your chronic pain and 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 then just continued using cannabis that way, right? Did you did you combine yeah. it with like any other sort of mindful practices? Because I know you do meditation as well. Like, have you have you seen cannabis being another like tool to help like help you cope with any you know irregular irregular wait what's the right word <laughs> just just any like um obstacles in your emotional state like how, how did you yeah how, how do you like combine that like, sort of practice together well i kind of had to do some soul searching, you know, the whole ordeal, both of mm -hmm. both things, ha both things happening, meaning just um, chronic pain, suddenly, you know, in the middle of me doing all these like things that are very important to me and that had been going well. And then this other thing where the meditation comes in, which was, you know, this is closer to, I guess, related to emotional intelligence, or, or I think it is at least, um, <laughs> which is, uh, I feel like my emotional intelligence circuits kind of just were forced online yeah way, where i was like it's like when you're dealing with something like that physical at least and you realize that it's coming from something stress and you're like you start your mind has to come up with a solution because mm -hmm. it's not like oh maybe i'll think about this tomorrow you're thinking about it every second of the day you know? when it's like at first and you don't know what's going on at least, at least for me and so meditation is kind of where that came into play tremendously like yeah. To be honest, I felt like at first I was I had thoughts like, how am I gonna live in ten years? Or you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. Like serious, like you know, like where you're like, oh shoot, I don't feel like a kid anymore, kind of things. Like, like I had like, like the I'm age really hits to solution, yeah. Yeah. And that was the solution at the time for the symptoms at least. Was weed, you know, cannabis, um, especially indica. You know, that was like my just go to thing because it just helped with the pain the most. But um, meditation is like has become more of the steady long long term yeah. solution of yeah. the two, um, coupled with nowadays uh, just more like every now and then sessions of of weed. Like you, you, you like meditate with cannabis? Um, actually, no. Uh, this is going to sound really weird. I do it. Like I, you know, I I could. I could meditate for half a second, even right now, while high, so to speak, you know, you know what I mean? Like kind of thing. Um, but because when I say meditate, it's some people, some people, what I just said right now may not make sense. I want to clarify it, which is, you know, it's not really like meditation always. Meditation is just a way to practice that painful awareness that you exist. You know what I mean? And I, and I, and I don't mean literally painful, but like, uh, I say painful because there's just an array of emotions that you have to yeah. become it's, aware it's, of. It's uncomfortable to like have to be uh, like have all of those emotions, including the negative ones, be brought up. Like your fears, your anxiety, the, the so much the negative self-talk that you might have. Like 
those stresses, the worries you might have, the the regrets, if anything, that you know, all of that stuff is very real. So I, I that's what I resonate with when you say painful. It's kind of a really good way to put that. <laughs> Do you have any kind of experience in your life that you had a burnout or that you felt like you needed to treat cannabis or something like that in your life? Yeah, I mean, it, it's exactly why I'm doing this, right? Uh, really, really creating these conversations um, with, first of all, even just bringing awareness and emotional intelligence to this state right this this almost intangible force that we have within us that i think a lot of us whoever is listening might not necessarily relate to if they haven't experienced it yet for themselves right but for those who are experiencing it in some way i know can relate in that um you know when when you start seeing your body and behaviors and habits start falling apart that's that's already you know when it's too late in in that way right so what that meant for me was waking up super late trying to find every excuse not to go to work like doing the bare minimum in my day-to-day like not wanting to talk to anybody you know not being able to uh express myself and assert myself or like climb the corporate ladder you know or talk to leadership um it was it was a lot of apathy. It was a lot of complacency for me. Um, it was a lot of looking ahead at my trajectory and not seeing any excitement or, or fulfillment or, you know, appreciation of where I was going or what I was even contributing now, you know, it, that, that would help me get me there. Um, so it was just, again, apathy is that, is that word I use that is a really good sign of burnout for for a lot of people. Um, And again, this is a big reason for me starting this and I'll I'll stop talking in a second, but just to provide that context, like, you know, creating this space to allow people who are feeling that to really, you know, feel safe expressing it so that they don't develop, like like in your case, a, a physical chronic pain, right? Like I remember before we jumped in this call, you're like, you know, you, there are definitely, you don't have regrets. And I think that's great. I, I think I'm in the same boat in that, you know, regret is also a mindset or a perspective that you could, you could shift and reframe. But, um, but if there are things that we can avoid or do better <laughs> or, or like um, help others not necessarily have to go through or suffer you know, I think that is worth sharing, right? Like a lesson learned should be a lesson shared. Um, but uh, yeah, and so so really just being able to provide this space to like, you know, create the awareness and also the safe space to be able to talk through it. Um, and then, and then of course, with the cannabis use, um, like you were mentioning, it really creates a lot of that it just almost accelerates that awareness as well, you know? So um, I kind of combine it a lot with meditation um, where it's almost like when, when meditating with cannabis, uh, it, it's almost like exercising that 
brain and the body with like with weights on you know because it's like a lot harder to have to like meditate and focus and and really keep presence when you're when you're high and just kind of like your thoughts and emotions are bouncing around and and um and so recently that's been really helpful for me to like just bring about those emotions just allow myself to feel after so many years of not thinking it was okay to feel right to like uh, to suppress it and to um, keep it from others so I know that that kind of relates or or resonates with you and um, yeah that's that's I think that's a big reason why we're here I know we're coming up on the 30 minute mark here even though I was taking up so much of the last few minutes but um, I mean again like really appreciate you coming on to like share your experience with that and um, if not just cannabis, that like meditation has helped. Um, and yeah, so yeah, I don't know if any of what I just said also sparks anything for you to share or comment on. Yeah. You know, I guess I want to leave one more thing in there. We haven't really talked about for like a second, which is just creativity, you know? Yeah. I've noticed that, um, I've noticed that it, I'm, it's not necessarily that I, I, I use cannabis and then I'm creative. It's not like that. It's actually more of like a way for me to, because, you know, I, I have moments where I get creative in general, but if I feel like I've been, my, well, those circuits haven't been sparking and I could, because I'm stressed out again or something like that, it's a nice way to throw that in there and go, okay, reset, come to a little bit more of a balance. And uh, it helps me get back in that natural creative state sometimes yeah yeah no and i love that because i actually we that's what we could have maybe focused on the episode about (laughs) the the creative aspects of cannabis because that's what i really love too um really just allowing us to find or connect with ourselves to find that flow state and also see things from different perspectives right um so maybe we'll have to do a round two with the creative side of things um because i I definitely you know, see a lot of, a lot of benefit with that too. I know a lot of artists use it for that purpose, you know, a lot of, um, songwriters and, and, uh, you know, painters and whatnot. And I think it, it can be like, even if you don't think you're that traditional artist or creative, it still creates and sparks that creative creativity in other ways as well. If even internally, like maybe creatively looking at, your burnout in a different way right maybe creatively looking at your emotional state in a different way um or or finding ways to cope with it um so anyway thank you for coming on um i know it i i have to cut this short for for now but um appreciate you coming on sharing your story and to just chat about these deep stuff so yeah well, you know, I really appreciate you having me on here, Victor. It was, you know, uh, really fun to be able to share that and hear your perspective. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I love everything you're doing with broadening, you know, and opening up a space to talk about emotional intelligence with, you know, just just the modern day just yeah. uh, experience. So, uh, yeah, again, thanks for having me on. Awesome. Sweet. Um, um, yeah. Sorry, one more thing, which is just if anybody 
uh, was interested in any of the coding stuff that I was saying earlier. And they can just find me at Art Now Coding. Yes, yes. Uh, thanks for mentioning that. I was going to give you the floor as well. Um, definitely go check out Chris at his Instagram, which is just Art Now Coding, right? All one word? Yep, all one word. Art Art Now Coding. And um, yeah, he does some really cool like computer-generated art, right, is a good way to put it. Um, so uh, thanks for coming on. And... I'll catch you I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to this conversation with Chris Phillips from Art Now Coding. If you haven't already, definitely do check out his YouTube channel in the show notes below. And if you're interested to learn how to use cannabis more mindfully and to better connect with yourself as well as connect with other cannabis enthusiasts, definitely register for the four-week course at bit.ly slash cannabis meditation. And I will see you there.